everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me in quarantine in our homes. Wait, I didn't even ask you. Are you are you bleeding? I just finished. Oh, we like a, two days ago. Okay, so I'm on day four now. See, so we overlapped. We, we did. We did. And um, this is obviously pre-recorded, guys. But um, yesterday, I thought it was the end. I'm so happy to be here. I woke up in such a good mood. And Rob's just like, what's up? And I was like, I'm alive. Like, I don't think you understand how much I literally thought I was going to die yesterday. Um, 99% sure I had an ovarian cyst that ruptured. And um, yeah, I'm just like, I've never been one of those people who wakes up and is like, blessed. Happy to be here. <laughs> blessed. But like, I feel bless like- Bless up. Wake up. Bless up. Honestly, like this is the first time in my life I've ever like woken up like blessed. Maybe after the seizure too, where I was like, "I'm happy to be here." Like, thank you so much for having me. Thank Not you for being take here this today. For thank you for being here today. Literally, how I feel. Like, well, great. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm and good. also, I had coffee today, and I didn't have coffee yesterday. Mm. Well, I did, but then it came. You had it again. I had it again. Which is somebody who has a very weak stomach. I could give you a full-blown ranking of the worst things to... Um, corn dog's worse for me. Worst, I'll never eat a corn dog again. I can't stand the smell of it. I feel so bad for you because corn dogs are like an elite food. Like I love, And the thing food. is, it's the smell of them being of the oil with mm-hmm. the cornbread and the hot dogs. Because separately, I can eat... I eat hot dogs probably <laughs> one every other day. <laughs> Love in quarantine, in quarantine, and I've got the bison ones. Ooh, ooh, so it's kiss. not, it's not like bad. There's nothing yeah, bad in it at all. There's no nitrates. Yeah, and like <sighs> it's just like a bison tenderloin that they turned into a hot oh, dog. Tasty. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I would say the worst thing to um, this trigger warning for anybody. I forget what it's called. If you. I almost said mesotheliomia. That's so <laughs> no, that is not what That's this the is. Infomercial. But if you have a, a fear of throwing up or whatever, I'm not going to get explicit about it. But the, the 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 number one thing I can say with full certainty is popcorn, because it is painful. It is so painful. You know how when you poop out like porn, like I almost said porn kernels. Uh, corn I have kernels. not ever pooped out a porn kernel, but, <laughs> but um, you pooped out corn. And yes. how it's like whole, no Solid. matter what you do, it's like corn. Yeah, that's it doesn't pers- digest. That's the same thing with popcorn. And so mm-hmm. like when you are up chucking that shit, it is painful. Um. So yeah, so glad I could share that with you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, well, um, this is Don't Blame Me, guys. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, our phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, should we get into it? Should we give Let's some advice? Let's do it. Oh, wait, I do also want to say if you're watching the video version and I'm drinking out of a plastic water bottle, Moss is a dipshit. For some fucking reason, he bought a water bottle when he was like out getting gas. And I was like, that was really stupid. Why would you do that? But I'm drinking out of it because I'm refusing to let it, you know, go to waste. Also is Fiji. Well, I filled it up. It's been oh. like... Oh. But on top of that, um, my other like cute water bottle, the pink one that I always have, mm-hmm. there's like an air bubble that like I can get it out of the straw, but then it just comes back and it was just making me like so gassy and I was like so fucking annoyed. So this is this is where I'm at right now. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. 
Hi Megan, I'm 22 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for three years. Six months ago I discovered he's been talking with an older woman, an ex-teacher, who went after him at the beginning of our relationship. Uh, he did tell me about her and she kept chasing him but he told her no and I thought that was in the past but as I've said I discovered those conversations they kept having and somewhere of about I don't know politics and normal stuff but a few of them were of sexual nature and it wrecked me but it also opened an honest uh, conversation about what happened why he did it and also about other problems we've been having but also avoiding we were very happy it's not that we weren't but we never just said some stuff out loud that bothered us like i found out i sometimes made him feel stupid and it felt good that someone else told him he was brilliant and intelligent this woman i told you about and also other stuff and we came to the conclusion that's why he did it also because the whole fantasy you know and he also tell me that when he was a kid he was abused and now he has a hard time saying no to people and uh, yeah he didn't blame all of this on his childhood or me or anything like that. He owned up to what he did. But also I think that played a big part in what happened. Because she did insist. She did keep messaging him. And I know he's not a saint. And I'm not blaming her. I'm not one of those girlfriend that blames the woman even though she's married and has kids <laughs> whatever and yeah but in some ways it made us better because we're more honest and we're working on our relationship and he's demonstrating me how much he loves me and how much he wants me in his life so i'm leaning towards forgiving him but sometimes i'm just so hurt she cut off but <laughs> they weren't just talking I guarantee that no that's the thing that like oh I mean I think it's I, I'm it uh, there are plenty of different ways that like your relationship can strengthen and going through shitty stuff is totally one of them so I'm not gonna knock that at all but I don't think either you don't have the full story or you're not telling us the full story because like, did they stop talking? Like, right. did he own up to the fact like it seems like everything that he owned up to was more justifying and the reason behind it less of like what actually happened. And 
Um, we are also, if you're new here, which maybe some, actually I have gone a couple DMs of people who were like, just discovered the podcast. Yeah. So there's been hey. a lot of people in the comments too, or for, oh, and nice. on YouTube. Sup guys. Um, well, if you're new here and you haven't watched all our episodes, our whole thing is, um, if you find one thing, it's like the iceberg, there's a lot of other stuff below that. So if you find out one thing and your partner is like, yep, that's all there is. Here's all the reasoning to it. That's a load of bullshit. Like yep. when you know that you are, when if something's been like, if they're hiding something from you, no one's hiding one thing. And if you want to know, you can obviously never know for sure if someone's telling you the full truth, but I go by the game or the mindset of if you then tell me things that I didn't find, that I wasn't close to finding, that I had no idea about the things that you got away with, that's mm -hmm. the stuff that that's how I know you're now being honest with me. But there's no way, no matter how good at snooping I am, that I found everything all in one go. And that's all there is there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's just a lot of things going on here. First of all, the teacher's a predator mm -hmm. and uh, and they're married with kids like she needs. I don't know if she's still at her job, but her behavior needs to be reported. Yep. And that's not any nothing she did was OK at all. So um, I'm guessing it was like a college teacher. I fucking I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, but like that, that's bad. She and she tried to talk to your boyfriend when he um, when you guys first started dating. But also the part that got me was that you said that he said this was a fantasy. It was part of the fantasy aspect. So that means that he's been thinking about this. Mm -hmm. And just because and and it was and it happened like he hit on she hit on him when the, when you guys first started dating. I don't think it was just hitting on. I think something else happened and then they've been dragging it out this whole time, but she's been married, he's been with you, so there's been this weird in between. Mm -hmm. and like Megan said I don't think you're getting the full story at all um, and also he made a lot of excuses and was gaslighting you and my big thing that I live by is excuses build bridges to nowhere and you said he took responsibility but is he really because he's not like, he's not telling you everything. He's not telling you everything. And and I think you need to be asking more questions if this is where you want to stay. And the fact that they're, you're even questioning if you should forgive him, like that was your question. Should I forgive him or how can I forgive him? That's something that you have to come to on your own conclusion. We can't give you the tools that you need to do that. Like you either forgive somebody or you don't. You either believe him or you don't. You either move forward or you don't. Yeah, if you're seeking outside opinion for something like that, you want permission to not forgive them. Because mm -hmm. there's like, if, if you've been fucked over by somebody or anything like that, and you choose to forgive them, that's all on you. Like, there yeah. is no, like, you don't ask anybody else what their thoughts are. Like, because truthfully, this situation doesn't paint him to look good. So mm -hmm. asking anybody, what do you think I should do? They're going to say, I think you should fucking break up. And so if you want to stay in a situation that doesn't look great and that hasn't been the best and doesn't paint the person you want to stay with in a flattering light, 
you don't ask for input. You don't ask for like, hey, should I stay? You're like mm-hmm. against any my better judgment or anybody else what they think. I'm just going to fucking do it. And that's nobody else's business but my own. But I think like if you guys have been together for three years, you're 23. If we're going to assume you guys are around the same age, that means he was like 20 when this stuff kind of started. And I think the big tell here that he's protecting her is that he's giving a lot of justifying reasons on his end why he partook in this with her versus, yeah, this was predatory. This is something like I'm going to report her, her family. I need to tell her husband, all of that stuff. He's still protecting her because he's he's making it also like, oh, well, I like I like got, had like trauma as like a child. Like, I don't know, have like I have a hard time like saying no and all of that stuff. That's something that that's still that's still making it his fault and mm-hmm. putting it on him and i think that that totally checks out with trauma but also regardless of his trauma even like because of his trauma he should be going to therapy and like learning like oh i need to report this woman because she preyed on me and because i had this trauma and this was something that like i can then put on myself versus a, he needs obviously taking responsibility for like, I fucked up, but it's also confusing to me, like the fantasy, excuse, like the fantasy excuse and then the trauma excuse. Like you're mm-hmm. right, it is gaslighting. It's like, here's this thing that happened to me, which we've said on here a bunch that that's, it is a lot of sexual abusers have sexual like abuse in their childhood, but a lot of people who have been sexually abused or abused do not continue that cycle. It's not a cause and effect sort of thing and using that as like a reasoning, but then also the fantasy aspect of it. I just think they don't coincide, <laughs> like yeah. pick which one it is. And I don't know if you've had a conversation with this woman or if you kind of, you know, when you snoop and then you find enough and then you like can't handle anymore. I don't know if you continued to dig, but if I were you, I would be like, I mean, truthfully, I don't, I think if you're asking to stay, I don't think that you should, but I think truthfully go to couples therapy. And like, as soon as you get into therapy being like, I need you to tell me literally everything because I'm going to tell this. Cause like, here's like, if this woman has like a family and kids, she doesn't want that to come out. So if you Mm -hmm. then come to her, she's probably going to be way more fucking truthful than he is because she's like, no, you can't do any of this stuff. Like, I'll tell you everything that you want to know as long as you promise you don't like tell these people and all of this sort of shit. But she needs to be like reported for her job. Uh, yeah, it's just you're in a shitty situation. But I think except like forgiving your boyfriend w- is like step seven of like, is he willing to report her to the school? Is he willing to like go to therapy? Is he willing to share this information with her family. And like, if he's willing to do all of that, then I think consider staying with him. But if he's not willing to do that, then he's protecting her and like not protecting your relationship. Or just fucking be done because that's a lot. And then just report on your own. Yeah. Ew, I don't Ooh. get the teacher fantasy. I've well, I've never, also never had, had a hot teacher. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever had a hot teacher. Uh-uh. But I flirted still. with a TA once and I got like a C in a class versus like failing it. But yeah. it was I not mean, like TAs it was are painful. like a year older than you. Like that's not yeah. 
It's not the same thing. No, but he was he was not cute either. And I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross, gross, gross. Hi, Megan. Hi, Melissa. I'm 19. Oh, just kidding. I'm actually 20 years old. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for about a year and a half now. Um, oh, where do I even start? Um, so I've noticed starting about six months ago that my boyfriend would check up from his previous relationship before me, like just check up on her Instagram, check up on her Twitter. And I've confronted him about it before more than once. And he's always told me like, does it mean anything? Like I did best for her. Like they didn't end badly or anything, but, and I understand wanting the best for your ex, especially if you end not in a terrible way. Like, I used to check on my ex every once in a while, but for, like, the past year, I haven't really checked up on him because I just don't care. I'm not with him anymore for a reason. And I told my boyfriend, like, is there, like, a reason behind it? Like, is there, like, any other reason? And the only thing he told me was, no, there's no meaning behind it. I don't know why I do it. And it's a little unsettling to me, but I'm trying to trust him, and I told him that I have no reason for him reason for me to believe that he would cheat or do anything like that because I know he loves me but I just don't really it's just hard for me to I don't know like I trust him but it's just I can't help but think there might be something else behind his actions like unresolved on something unresolved still between them but that's just my gut intuition but it's, it's hard when he doesn't admit it and I just need your advice I don't know if this is something that I should seriously consider being like the deal breaker especially if I know that they haven't talked to each other or he hasn't reached out to her or anything so I just need your advice thank you this is I would dude I would lose it I saw mods check like look up one of his ex-girlfriends like once and they did not, like, they did not end well. Like, he does not speak of her fondly at all. And I, like, saw over her shoulder. I was like, why did you, like, search her on Instagram? And it was, like, some, it was, like, someone had, like, a, she's got a pretty unique name. And somebody had, like, a, someone had, like, applied for a job or something. He overheard someone saying that she, like, might end up working at some other place. And so we, like, looked up to see if it was her. And I was like, okay. But that was, like, it. I don't know what I would fucking do. Does he follow her or is he like doesn't follow her and then looks her up? Because I think that if he doesn't follow her and he's looking her up is like worse. Yeah. Um, and well, when I you said it has to be because he wouldn't be like, what like you said, checking in on. You're yeah. Right, so but, we don't know. And see, I thought when when she was going to say checking in on like they text sometimes like, hi, how are you doing? And yeah. that seems less bad to me than this <laughs> because um, if you didn't end badly then why aren't they friends yeah because to me that seems like one of those things like oh she moved away or it was like there was something that like what it wasn't a choice on either of their parts because like why aren't they friends mm-hmm. and like you know why like, does he, yeah like why does he have the need to if they're not friends 
Yeah. Why does he have the need to to check in on her? And I don't I don't even think this is checking in or checking up because checking in means that you're like having a dialogue with somebody. He's just like Facebook stalking her. (laughs) (laughs) Or Insta stalking Facebook. Who does that? (laughs) Me. But it's only because I don't follow my exes on Mm. Instagram. Um, Yeah. Uh, So what is he doing? One. And then two. If they didn't break up badly, they're not friends. That sounds like there's still unrequited feelings there. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but I fully agree. It to me sounds like the reason why they broke up was consequence. Like it was outside of either of their control. So he's like still kind of thinks of her as like maybe like the one that got away Mm -hmm. or as a possibility. And this one's going to hurt a lot. But also maybe if like he is not I don't don't want to say he's questioning your relationship but maybe that he's like thinking about this other girl and it sucks but I think like you've talked to him about it Mm -hmm. and he keeps fucking doing it that's the thing like you've been together for a year and a half and this started six months into your relationship and like he still does it and just tells you that it's normal that to me is like the biggest issue because if you tell someone something that hey, this makes my like feelings hurt. This doesn't really feel great. I would like an explanation. Like, and he's like, he gives you the explanation, but just kind of like, it, this is not like a hard fucking thing either. Like I'm all about like, not like wanting our partners to read our minds, but like you checking in on your ex, like yeah. that's in movies, sir. Like that's like spoon fed. You know that this is like a way that people react to that, that it's like not my favorite fucking thing. And so him then continuing to do it, but just tell you that it's like normal and there's like nothing there. That I think is weird. And I don't necessarily think that he's like, cheating on you or talking to her but I definitely think that he is thinking about thinking her about her a lot mm-hmm. and like I I don't know like I will look up which of my exes have I looked up I've like look if someone has I've got like one like my high school ex is still kind of in a like a somewhat friend circle with a lot of my high school friends and so if I see like a tagged picture, I'll be like, oh, what are you up to? Like, what are mm. you doing? And I'll like look that way. But I don't check in regularly. Like maybe like we broke up when we were 17. I've that's maybe... not even the same. Like, exactly. That's but been I'm saying, 10 like, years. I maybe even stop. But I, when I still had feelings for him, when we after we broke up and I was like in college and like I was in other relationships that didn't end, I would look back all the fucking time and like. But once you're in, I think it's very weird once you're in a relationship to check in on your exes unless, again, you follow them. Like Mots follows mm-hmm. his like high school girlfriend or I don't even know if he follows her, but he's like a, a ton of friends who still follow her and she got engaged. And then he was like, whoa, like I need to go like see what these pictures are. But like yeah. he's showing me being like, oh my God, remember this girl I used to date in high school? The stories I've told you, like she got engaged. I can't believe it. Like blah, blah, blah. But I just think that he is downplaying it a lot. And regardless if you trust him or not, I think like we kind of have this idea that, oh, my partner loves me and they're not cheating on me. Therefore I can trust them. And like, I think there's so much more nuances to all of that. And like Mm -hmm. your feelings and taking them into consideration, like your partner can do things that are hurtful that don't, that don't involve cheating. That also can just be like, oh, he's not necessarily prioritizing my uncomfortability and my feelings. And he's just continuing on with this and ignoring all of that stuff. So I think that you 
you need to like evaluate that. And then I would have another sit down conversation with him and tell him how, as opposed to like questioning the reasoning and everything by it, just tell him how it makes you feel and say, this makes me feel like you have unresolved feelings with this girl. Why did you guys break up? Get all that. Like, so if you're not friends, why are you still checking in on her? Cause this like makes me feel like you still want to be with her or you're yeah. questioning our relationship. And if he's like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not I'm like, okay. So then what are you going to do about my feelings? Like, yeah. what are you, like, what's your response then? Like, how are you, you have made me feel this way. So how are you going to fix it? Yeah. And if he's like, I don't know, then fucking toss the boy in the mm-hmm. trash. Yeah. He's not worth Chuck your him. time. And then if you f- find out that he's sneaking around and doing it later. Oh, you should follow her. Mm. You should. I hope okay. she's private. Request to follow her. Mm-hmm. That's petty. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> it's me. What do you Hello. I know. But if the she's only... private if she's private and he doesn't follow her, then that's not oh, possible. That's true. hmm I would still follow her, but again, I am petty. And it's petty against your boyfriend and not the girl. Yeah. Because she doesn't know. The girl doesn't know. She, yeah that's true or she might true but that mm-hmm. means that he's actually checking in on her yeah she does know okay so i don't i don't even know how to start this story but so um i'm 22 i'm dutch um and i just heard that my twin sister had sex with my best friend my best guy friend and i'm i just i don't fucking know what i have to do about it i'm so, I'm so mad. I'm so mad at them. I don't... They're so fucking stupid. Because they they told me that they like each other and that they're dating now. And that now I can't, like, make choices for myself, like, to hang out with my friends. Because he's, like, part of this friend group of mine. Um, and my sister, because she's, like, my twin sister, so she... Well, like, I want to come along and stuff and, like, do things with me. And that's fine, but not all the time. And now he's told me that, like, because they're dating now, that he, because she's his girlfriend, she can just always come along. And, like, I don't, I don't get to have my own fucking friends. And, and like, my, my dad found out and he's, like, totally mad at them. And he, he said things like, um... No, that boy's never coming into my house again. Get him out. Is he there right now? Because they're like on this camping. Um, and he's probably gonna like show up here and like throw him out. And I don't want to do that because he's my best friend. It's so fucking unfair. Why couldn't it be just... Why could... I don't, I don't even know how to fucking explain anything more than this. But how, how am I supposed to deal with this? How am I supposed to be okay with this? What the fuck, man? Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, um, so, right, what else do you need to know, um, I guess, I guess that's it, I really hope you can give me any sort of advice, I feel very much betrayed, because they, like, kept this a secret, and they have, like, all these secrets right now for me, and I didn't know, and they said that it's been going on for, like, a little while, and I don't know what a little while means, and... It's just, I don't know how much I want to know because it's like so fucking gross and I just, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't fucking, I don't know. This is extra gross because 
do you guys look alike? Because you do. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand why it's gross. I mean, so I I get it in a like a proxy sense. Like I have a friend who's a, a fraternal twin, so boy, girl. And she was very, very adamant on like none of our friends could date her brother. Like it was like, no, like it was just like too, too fucking weird because they had to share everything growing up. And that's even more of a thing with like boy, boy, girl, girl. Um, twins is like, sh- like you're sharing ev- like absolutely everything. So I get that. I think like, I don't, I mean, I think I would feel, I understand like the, the betrayal feel. I mean, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like, how would I react? I would be, I'll be honest. If like one of my friends decided to date Leo, I'd be really fucking pissed because like for her, she's being put in a position where she's going to have to choose her twin sister's side. And this is like a friendship that she has no desire to end with him and when they inevitably break up she's going to have to so I think that's the thing that like I would get I would get annoyed with if like a friend of mine dated like my bet like if my best friend if like Sydney fucking dated Leo I would be like what the fuck are you doing like why are you ruining my life but we also can't control people Mm -hmm. and I think like those feelings are really natural and understandable but I would break it down more to oh I feel like she's taking stuff that I have and I feel like this was my like my friend and now that friendship is in jeopardy and then I would really as much as I think you need to talk to your sister I would really fucking talk to him and have a like conversation with him about that and her and say like if you guys break up I'm not choosing a side like unless one of you like unless I decide that I don't want to be friends with him like and that's on my choice like you need to know that like yeah I'm not going to like end this friendship with him and then the same thing with him and just really try and prioritize that but I think you're in like a sucky situation that also happens to be like the plot of Edge of 17 and a lot of other movies yeah um but I'm also like they like each other and they can't help how they feel so why would you want the two people that are important to you not be happy yeah I think Um, they should have asked I mean not asked or like given you a heads up I think it's but I think they but I think they waited to see if it was an actual like if they actually like really liked each other before they did something that like they could have just like hooked up and then because you started off saying that they had sex, but then you ended it with saying that they are boyfriend and girlfriend. So, like, they clearly waited to see if they had, like, actual feelings before they brought it to you and 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 made sure that this was real so that, like, you like, I think they were being protective of your feelings. Just, like, not in the—it's hard to predict just, how you would have wanted— Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They had a 50-50 chance. Either yeah. we tell her right off the bat and she's pissed or we don't tell her right off the bat and maybe she and, won't be pissed. And they and picked- we wait and figure mm-hmm. out what we actually have. And they actually like each other now. So yeah. I think that you should share your feelings with them. Mm-hmm. Be truthful. 
but like also if this like don't stand in their way like you can't people can't help their feelings yeah I think you need to protect your relationships with Mm -hmm. them and I think like being angry is totally valid and I think like vent about it and all of that stuff but I think if your number one fear is like losing him as a friend I think if you stay angry and you project that anger then you're going to lose that friend. And mm-hmm. I think that's, it is kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in that sense. And I would also like talk to your dad too and just be like, hey, they're my, like, this is, he's one of my good friends too. And like, yes, it is going to take more scheduling of like, hey, let's hang out as friends. And like, my sister will be here or she won't. And we'll figure that kind of stuff out and have a conversation with your dad to be like, I don't, I know that you want to like you're being protective of her like relationship and like her what how yeah whatever it is but I also need that to not get in the way of like my friendship with him too and so like let's also, all have like, understanding they're yeah. 22 it's not like they're like high yeah. school kids <laughs> he's protecting her uh yeah eh. I mean I think it's a sucky situation that is already happening. And I think it's how you deal with it. It's whatever outcome you want. That's not them breaking up. Like whatever outcome you want, you need to focus on doing what you can to get that outcome versus like changing what's happening right now. Because like, if, like if you force them to break up, you're also going to lose him as a friend. Mm -hmm. And then you have like all this fucking beef with your sister. And I don't think that's what you want. So I think figure out with the set of like the hand that you've been dealt with the situation. It's not ideal. It's not what you want. Express your feelings and then come up with a game plan and an action plan to get what you can get out of this and like protect your relationships and friendships and all of that stuff. Best of luck. I apologize though. Sorry. Not a fun time. Are you in love with him? I know. Is she? Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. We talk a lot about physical health and mental health, but what about sexual health? Whether you hit the gym, take a walk, or meditate, if you want to take care of your whole self, you need to prioritize your pleasure along with your body and mind. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions that are designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. These stories are relatable and immersive, so you feel like you're right there. There's something for everyone, whatever and whatever you're into. They add new content every week, so there's always more to explore. You can find stories about a spontaneous hookup with a hot, steamy stranger, or even stories about trying that new toy together or getting tied up. Ooh, kinky, into that. The wellness sessions can also help you unlock new confidence or heighten intimacy with your partner. Now, Melissa, you love Dipsy, right? I do. For me, mental health and sexual health go hand in hand. And as someone that leads a very stressful life, Dipsy is one of those things that I go to when I need to decompress. I really love the stories themselves. I think the writers do an excellent job. I think the readers, actors do a great job. And for me, I often go back to the very first story that I listened to called Video Play. I think it's hot and it is a great way for me to chill out and relax and have a little me time. 
And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash blame. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash blame. Dipsystories.com slash blame. Care-of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long-term. Care-of's in-depth five-minute online quiz makes it easy. Simply answer some questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns, and Care-of will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements to address your specific wellness goals. Their new skin and hair collection helps you work on your beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. You can follow Care-of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. Your recommendations come in daily individual wrap packs that are perfect for getting back into a routine. And Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Their yummy protein powders are made with wholesome ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I'm a huge fan of Care-of. I've been a fan for a while. My new package is on its way right now. And um, some of the vitamins that I have in mind, magnesium, huge fan, really helps with my stress. Uh, I also love the B complex. That's also super important to me. Antioxidants are also super important to me, but I am just a massive fan. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code don't blame 50. That's takecareof.com and code don't blame 50 for 50% off your first care of order. Don't Blame Me with Megan Rinks is supported by BetterHelp Online Counseling. We are in extraordinary times, and if you are struggling with stress, anxiety, or depression, hello, me too, you are not alone. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are trained to listen and help. BetterHelp counselors specialize in many areas, including relationship conflict, anxiety, depression, loss, trauma, and more. You'll securely connect with your counselor in a safe, confidential online environment. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor in under 48 hours. It's super, super convenient. You can easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, and you can exchange unlimited text messages. If for any reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. You guys know we are so pro-therapy here at Don't Blame Me, and BetterHelp is an amazing way for you to have therapy at, at your fingertips. It's incredibly convenient, especially the times that we're in. There's no excuse, guys. We all need it. I mean, I definitely know that this whole time has made me need therapy and appreciate it even more. BetterHelp is an affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BLAME. Join the over 1 million people already using BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash BLAME. That's BetterHelp.com slash BLAME. Talk to a therapist online and get help. And we're back from our break. Woo, woo, woo. Let's get into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and potential guest. Um, so I I don't know how to put this. Okay, so a few weeks ago, I found like random numbers on my boyfriend's phone, and they were like te- like it was like really weird messages, like these like grown women sending pictures, but they weren't like naked or anything. And then they were just saying things like, do you like that and stuff like that. Um, and he would give them, like, really simple answers. And I, like, freaked out about it. And, like, I was at his house, but I left. <laughs> and I didn't text him about it until later. 
yeah, and then, like, we got in an argument about it, and he was like, oh, no, like, it was just, like, me and my coworkers were messing around, seeing if, like, escorts were real and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, like, I, like, just to believe them, um, and that was that, but we were hanging out yesterday, and he fell asleep, and I went through his phone again, and I found weird text messages with these, like, random women again, and that's when I realized, okay, like, it's not a work thing, like, it wasn't, like, a joke um, that he was making with his coworkers or something like that, like, it's, like, for him, you know? Um, I guess I just, like, should I be okay with it? I don't feel like I am, but, like, should I look at it as a form of, like, oh, like, that's just how he, like, hit a form of porn almost, like, as if he were to look at, like, an OnlyFans account type thing, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, um, and I don't know how to feel about it, because these are, like, grown women, um, and we're both 20, so, like, I didn't know he was, like, into that, and I just don't know how to feel, I don't know if I should, like, break up with him, or, because I obviously, like, uh, he might be, like, a little embarrassed about it, because it's the first time he had to lie and say it was a co-worker thing, like, they were just messing around and seeing if escorts are real and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't think he's actually going and doing anything, I think he's just texting um, from what I saw and read, so... Yeah, any advice you could give me would be great. Um, thank you so much, and I love the podcast. I needed to see if escorts were real. Like, did that's, you think they were unicorns? Right. Like, you didn't believe that's not I even, dig this. That's not an excuse. Like, he just pulled that out of his ass, and why did and you, you know believe what escorts that? escorts are for? They're not for fucking. Texting. Yeah. If he wanted to see if an escort was real, he's like, well, let me see if I give her money. What's going to happen? Like, it's not that... I mean, not, you can Google escort. Like, that's not... He's not just texting Miriam these women. Webster, bro. Come on. Yeah. It's in the dictionary. This isn't oh a mythical gosh. creature. No. Oh, my Also, God. like, why? I'm sorry, but why would you buy the excuse that him and his coworkers were just looking this up to see if it's real? Because, because like. she knows he's dumb. Yeah. She but knows like, you know that he's an idiot. But what kind, what does he do for a job? Like. What is he doing for work that you're like, yeah, this is something that's normal that happened. You didn't think it was normal because you checked his phone again. You yep. knew he was lying. Um, I, I get it. You gave him the benefit of the doubt the first time because you love him. But like he's lying and it's not like porn because with porn, you don't lie <laughs> about porn. Yeah. No, there's he, like and these aren't. I. uh I think you're being really fucking... You're like, well, maybe he's, like, embarrassed. Like, maybe he's covering his tracks. That's Mm -hmm. what... It's not... He's not embarrassed. He knows... The reason why he's not being honest with you is because he knows what he's doing is not cool. And, like, if you want to do something in a relationship that, like, you know your partner's not okay with, and if you really want to do it, fucking double check with your partner. Talk about it. Have a yeah. conversation. But like there is you're saying that the pictures like are just normal pictures like they're not sexual. Like what escort does he think this like where did he go? Like textamom.com? Like what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, is that like, a website? No, I mean it should be. It's got a If it's not, it should it. it should exist. <laughs> but it makes no fucking sense. Like who no. are these people? He is 
if it's sec es- being an escort, it's ex- escort is considered sex work, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is he paying these women or nah? And like, what is he paying them for to text? And it's not within an app. They have his phone number. None of it makes sense. Like none of it adds up at all. And I I think that you it sounds feel- like he's on Craigslist looking up these That's women. What I was going to say. Yeah. Like this is. And it's and it and it's not like an innocent. I just want to text. It's hey, I'm into this. Let me text, and then let me go fuck a mom. Mm-hmm. And like, girl, get the fuck out. Just yeah. get the fuck out. And, he's too yeah. stupid. Regardless, and, and he, like he's, he's also stupid because he didn't delete anything. He's got numerous. Oh my god, pictures and, twice, and again, phone number. Yeah, after you already found it. He's an idiot. You deserve better. If you are dating someone who if, doesn't know if escorts are real, break up with them. Yeah. They're they're so dumb. You can't you can't fix stupid. Yeah. He is a fucking he idiot. He knew yeah, like he knew they were real. That's just the bullshit excuse that he gave you and you bought it, but stop buying it. Like stop you don't buying it. you don't keep buying things that are defected. Like you know this is a lie. Stop. Mhm. Mhm. You're Leave buying him. It's like you're buying like a, a, a an Apple computer from Craigslist that costs four dollars, and it's mm-hmm. just like someone drew, drew a picture. Yeah. And he goes, "This is what and it then, is," and it's stuck the Apple sticker. You know, yes. you get a million of those with the real stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, and it's don't buy it. He is a fucking idiot, and he thinks if he can get away with a lie like that, that you are also dumb, and mm-hmm. you are don't be dumb. Break up with the fucking boy. Oh my gosh. And save the numbers and then start texting him and then be like, hey, how? how, how yeah, you should text you them regardless. You oh, regardless. should text them. Yep. Just to see, because I'm curious. I want to know for my own curiosity, I want you to text them and report back what they say. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And girl, you need to start trusting your own fucking gut. And like mm-hmm. the second that you saw this, that you didn't say anything and you just left and then you wanted to text about it. I think you are not giving yourself enough credit to be someone who can like stand up for yourself and like say how you feel in the moment. And I would take this as like a learning experience of, hey, my gut is right. I can believe my gut and I can believe these instincts. And so that if this happens, anything similar happens in a relationship where I feel uncomfortable or I find something, I'm going to stand my fucking ground and I'm going to talk about it in person because I can and I am capable of that. And yeah, I, cause I, I, I think that he, I don't know what other relationships that, that you have or other previous relationships, things that you've had, but the, cause no, no offense, but like, I understand that like, we've talked about it before. We're like, you're snooping and you find something and then you're like, oh no, I'm not going to say anything because I want to catch it in the moment. Like I want to either like make this massive plan to like make it like, you know, a foolproof sort of thing. And you didn't do that. And so that makes me think that you just were afraid to like talk about this kind of stuff when you shouldn't be because clearly your gut instinct is right. This guy is an absolute idiot and a piece of shit. So trust that moving forward. Yeah. And please text those numbers and let us know. It <sighs> or has- just send them to us. Send us the numbers. Yeah, I'll text them. If you yeah. don't want to, we will. I just can't. <laughs> please let it. We need, we need more. We need, yeah. we need, we need more. Text the numbers. Give us the numbers. Someone in this situation out of her and us needs to be, needs to be texting these, Mm -hmm. texting these. 
So you're still texting other bitches? Yeah. In the words of Black China. All right. Call number five. Okay. Hi, Megan and Melissa and potential guests. I hope everyone's doing well during this quarantine. Um, my name, well, never mind. Ignore that part. Um, so basically, just to give you guys like a rough background, um, I'm 34 years old. I'm married my, um, to my husband for a little over four years. We have two beautiful little girls. Um, and basically what I'm calling is I needed a little bit of advice when it comes to the bedroom. Um, so my husband and I are very open when it comes to like what we like, what we don't like, things like that. And one of the things that he would like me to do is talk dirty to him. And I know I'm fine with, you know, empowerment and stuff like that, but for some reason, I feel really dumb when I try to do that. I kind of smile or giggle in my mind. I just don't know how to do it and sound extremely confident, so I just don't do it. Um, but I know that he wants that. So how do I do that and still not feel so dumb? Should I, you know, have a blindfold and blindfold him and then do it and or do I, like, I don't know if he wants more of, like, a raunchy type of talking dirty, or I just, I don't know. Any advice you guys could give would be really great. Um, I'm an Aquarius. My husband is an Aries with Pisces tendencies, and my kids are Leos, so we are a very fun bunch of parents. But um, I also want to show my kids, you know, it's good to have, like, a stable marriage and if my girls, you know, when they get older, they want to talk to me about things. Like, I just, I don't know. I just want things to be good. Anyway, that sounds so stupid. But anyway, thank you. I wonder what the other kind of dirty talk she thinks there is that's not wrong, Jane. It could be just, like, describing what's going on, but not in a dirty type way. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, more seductive. Mm-hmm. Less, like, nasty. Nasty, Yeah. Um, my first advice as someone who I like, I love dirty talk. If you're not talking and we're having, I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) I hate this. Like, please like speak up. Um, but I would say, I think a good way, cause I think dirty talk is different in every relationship. Like I've been with some guys who are like not into it at all. And I'm like, not into this. And then other guys that are into like, yeah, I guess like not necessarily different kinds of dirty talk, but like what turns them on or whatever. And I think a great thing is, does he t- hawk dirty to you? Is there mm-hmm. things that like, because most of the time when you're talking dirty, yes, it's for your partner. But I think like, if it makes you re- really uncomfortable, like I don't think you should like, do it in general. But I do think that if there's a kind of way that he dirty talks to you, it's going to give you a, an insight into like what he thinks is hot and like what he's turned on by. And then from there you can see, oh, am I turned on by this too? Is this something that like makes me feel kind of sexy? And I think the, at least for me, the thing that makes me feel ba- like the best is when I feel the sexiest. And like, if you're talking dirty and like the response you're getting is incredibly positive, that's, that mm-hmm. feels great. And it's and the it same fuels thing as, you. And it's the same thing as blowjobs. Like, 
you love to give head because you're good at giving head. Like you don't like it if you're not good at it. And I'm not saying you're not good at dirty talk, but I think you're not getting the response that you want or you're not. She's not comfortable because she's not probably comfortable saying the words out loud. Also, she doesn't know what her husband wants. So I think the first step is to asking is asking him like what he wants said. Mm -hmm. Um, And ask him in the moment. But you could also ask him just like, hey, heads up. Like you want dirty talk? Like, what do you like? What are you into? And if you're uncomfortable, like if he feels like weird saying it out loud, like if there's like fucking porn that you liked how they talk to each other, Mm -hmm. like send that over. Like, give me some reading materials. Yeah. Study up. Yeah. Uh, I I was just going to say, I won't share with the audience, but your profession came up on your caller ID. So, um, you could use that. I think that that's a start. Mm hmm. Well, imagine we're wrong and it like came up wrong. It was like an old, like it's an old, it's whoever the person who had it before. She just got this number. I'm an attorney. What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, that sounds hot to me. Honestly, (laughs) true. Smack that gavel. Like, Uh, come on. Throw in the book. I mean, I would say a good rule of thumb, like, guy most men um unless they have like a really small penis <laughs> and like they know you're lying like yeah like tell them how great their fucking cock is mm-hmm. don't use the word like penis no. i would say like pick those like pick like pussy cock it's like sexier kind of words mm-hmm. but uh, things that you're comfortable saying i think yeah 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 you get more comfortable the more you say it and the, you're only, at least for me, I think the more comfortable, the more you get more comfortable, the more you say it and the more that you then start to lean into what you get the positive feedback mm-hmm. and positive response from. And then that in turn will be like maybe become a turn on for you, because I think that I yeah, I, I think I if I, I would also just have him do it, too. And yeah you guys obviously have like a great relationship. And so I don't think that there's any reason why if like it doesn't go well or if it feels awkward, like you can stop and like let him know that. And he sounds like, like he sounds like a good dude that he's not going to be like, no, you have to fucking do it. And I also think like it can be really jarring when like we're over here being like, maybe like, I love being called a slut in bed. Like that's like, it's not like the first, like that's so not how it has to go. Like the first fucking time that you like do dirty talk. It doesn't have to be this kind of like really like scary sort of like hella fucking intense, like, shit it doesn't have to be like that it can just be more like seductive and romantic and maybe you start off by like sexting beforehand Mm -hmm. and like you like like you guys are both at like work or something like that and like you can just like start off by like sending him like some sexts and like have him respond and like see how he's into that and then that can kind of give you the uh the lead into it but you guys have a great relationship and it sounds like you have like a good like a good sex life and you're really open with each other. So I wouldn't treat this like yeah. something that's also that huge of a deal because like if this is something that he's into now, you guys are married, you have two kids, this isn't a deal breaker for him. No, and like, I, it might be something where he's he thinks this could help spice things up. Yeah. And it's something that he's like, oh, I've always thought this like might be like fun. Like, let's mm-hmm. try it. And just because someone is into something, if it's something that they haven't done with their partner before, it can kind of feel like 
like, oh shit, like I need to live up to this kind of thing. Like it might not live up to what he wants either. Like I think in theory, it sounds great and like Mm -hmm. he'd be into it, but like, let's figure out and practice if this is something we're both into and we both like. Yeah. But yeah. Good luck. He's into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. Me too. I don't know. I mean, maybe there are, I know actually, I think I do know some, some people who don't like dirty talk, but I, most people I know are once you're in a relationship for a long time, you're like, but you've, you've seen me with like my fucking face mask on. I haven't worn mm-hmm. makeup in a month. Like I need you to tell me that like I'm a nasty little slut when I've just been yeah. sitting here watching Food Network. Like yeah. I know it's a See, lot, I don't, but I need you to. I don't particularly, like it's not something that like I would request. Yeah. But like if it happens, I think it's hot. So yeah. it's not, it's not something that's like top of my list. I prefer mm. like a good ass smacking, but um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's still I think it's hot. Yeah, and it I think it's the I think the sexiest is when like the person that you're into is into like when you're mm-hmm. both really into it and verbalizing that can be like such a great way, and also that might also be like what your husband wants. He just wants to know that like you're really into it and like it doesn't have to be so complicated for like making up scenarios or saying stuff it can literally just be like I love it when you do this or like do this to me or do you want me to do this to you Mm -hmm. like do you like that like that's it can be really like yeah that's why that's why that's what I was saying it could be just like describing what's going on or he wants just the nasty stuff that's why you should ask him because you don't want to come in there like guns blazing he's like whoa <laughs> She's like, come on my ass with your big cock. Call me a dirty slut. Like, smack I'm... me with that dick in your face. Oh my god, smack that cock across yeah. my face. And he's like, what the what? fuck? Yeah, dude? he's just like, I just wanted you just to say like, you like I like your big. <laughs> I like I it when you big... put your dick in me. Like, <laughs> she's out here like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I went a little too hard. Yeah, build up to it. Build up to it. And then also, if you really don't want to do it, just, like, be really bad at it. And then he's like, yeah, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. She's like, put your penis in my pee hole. Give me that pee-pee. Just, like, say what you do to your kids. Like, give that kind of an attitude. Like, mommy's vagina would love a pee-pee. Give me that pee-pee, daddy. And he's like... No. he's like now nah, i'm good or he's nah, like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh i die well let us know how it goes um i hope you have a great time i hope he has a great time but more importantly i hope you have a great time because you're the one who called in yeah it's time for an update and this is <laughs> who's it from um i'm just gonna say this if you uh have not seen our june 1st episode go watch that it's the title of the episode um i don't think that i can fully describe what happened so just go listen yeah yeah um and for people that did listen i'll just say coma Coma. i might pee myself okay i'm ready Hi, I am calling in with an update. Um, I'm the girl whose husband thought that he had killed a girl, um, but he was actually in a coma. Um, I didn't give all the details in the beginning because I was scared that my, me being anonymous, like, 
I, I was scared somebody that knew the story would listen to it and know that it was me. Um, so that's the reason I give all the details. I do know all of the details. It basically was, it was, he was drunk and he was driving. They crashed. Um, we'll give the girl her name. Let's call her Sheila. Um, he thought that he had, um, killed Sheila. Well, nobody ever told him that it was, he was wrong. He never really talked to the family about it because he just believed this. Um, meanwhile, he stayed close with the family. He just thought that they were just trying to brush it off, trying to just not remember. Um, I don't know. Um, but Sheila never actually existed. It was actually what he thought Sheila's twin sister, um, Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie was actually the girl he was dating. He thought it was Sheila. Sheila doesn't actually exist. So he's been talking to Mackenzie this entire time thinking that that was the twin sister. Um, so whenever he found out this wasn't real, it obviously like messed with his head a lot. And he basically broke down and we talked about it and it messed with me a lot. Um, obviously I think that would mess with anybody. And, um, Whenever he first told me all this, I also questioned it like you guys are. Like, I was like, that's weird. There's no, like, news story. There's there's nothing about it. But I obviously, like, why would somebody say that they killed somebody as a lie? So I was like, okay, whatever. So I brushed it off. Then I find out that Mackenzie is who she is. Who she is. Um, I kind of overstepped my – I don't – I, at the time, thought I was overstepping my boundaries. I now realize that, like, it's what I needed to do. I messaged her and asked her, and I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but this is who I am, and um, I just want to know if you still have feelings for my husband. And she's like, absolutely not. We broke up, um, and I see him as an older brother now. And I was like, okay, that really is a lot of the stress for me. That really is a lot of the stress for my husband, because he – even though he didn't want to leave me, he was absolutely terrified because he knows how strong love can be. Um, I hope that answers all of your questions. I know this is a crazy ass story. No, it no. doesn't answer. No. Okay, so did Mc- okay? I know that if you're in a coma, you have there's a lot of things like reality and versus like the dream state that you're in a lot of things get blurred and messed up and like you don't know what's real or what's not so i'll give him the benefit of the doubt there but mckenzie wasn't going by sheila when they were together so how did he not know they were the same person and how if he was close with the family how did nobody correct him Mm mm-hmm because, like, he he would have been thinking that he literally got away with murder. Yeah. And so then he then has gotten away with murder in his mind and is still close and in contact with the girl's family whom he murdered and then still talking to who he thinks is the twin sister of the girl that, again, he thinks he murdered and he's not saying any of that and he's thinking that he got away with it. And they have the same, like... Was she lying about her name before? Like, how how are the names not the same? 
just I still have so many questions. Also, like they if if he was in this coma when they got in a car crash, they never really broke up unless she would have they she would have had to go to him later and say, We broke like I don't want to be with you, which means that he would have known it wasn't the twin. Oh yeah. Or they broke up before and he just, they broke up before the accident, but he Mm. doesn't remember that. But also the fact that you texted her and asked her if he had feelings, if she had feelings for him. And he was like, oh, relieved because she doesn't. Yeah. She, the way you talked about it hurt with her, it doesn't necessarily sound like she was even in contact with him. Yeah. Like it was like, no, I'm in a relationship, like not into him, like. This, and I'm just going to say, and like, I don't know how fucking big of a town that you are in, but the fact that there are no like news article, have you looked at any like, because if like, have you seen medical like record? Have you seen like any proof that this was a real thing that happened? Because this is just not like, there are so many holes Mm -hmm. (laughs) that like this just thing I'm just thinking that maybe you met your boyfriend after the accident and maybe this was something that was happening before the accident or maybe like he has a lot of uh um my god what's it called um some like trauma induced like psychosis Mm -hmm. or something like that that happened like PTSD brain injury too because of the accident and the coma there's there's a lot of stuff here that like isn't the story itself it is like his perception of like reality and regardless of these people like exist or not and you can message them I think that you need to have I think, I mean, A, he should be going to therapy in general, but I think you need to have a a sit-down conversation with him, this girl, her family, and his family, and find out, because right now you're hearing everything through him, and then when you're seeking out information on your own, you're, you're you're not all on the same page, and I think you guys need to all have a whole conversation about it, because if if there are some stuff that is like not like if this is like there's a 1% chance that everything that is happening and there's like a reason for it and it all is like it's like a fucking web of lies and it's fucking insane there's a 1% chance that's happening but if all these people in his life care about him you included there's a 99% chance that there's something else going on with him Mm -hmm. and that if you guys all sit there together and you can talk about it and you can all get on the same page because I'm sure all of you have different realities and all of you believe like know and think different things. If you guys can get all out on the table there, I think you can also get him some much needed help because like, not that I, I mean, I just watched a criminal minds episode of this guy who had, he's got uh trauma induced like PTSD, which led to, um, led to him, it led to him having like a psychotic break and like going into a state of psychosis and not knowing what he was like doing or saying or anything like that. And it happens. Like that's not just a TV show thing. It like truly is a thing that happens. And it's in, I would assume from everything that I've like read and seen about that, it's incredibly scary for the person that it's happening to, because like there is no distinction between 
their like the real like their real reality and their other reality in their head and i think you've been let into a portion of this and i think you and the rest of the people in his life and the people who are like in this story need to be let into the full knowledge of it because that's the only way that you can either move past this or just get him help in th- through all of this because this is like and like there should be at least some record of it and like it doesn't Something. make it doesn't make sense that he would then be calling because maybe maybe the whole thing is maybe he hasn't been talking to her yeah. maybe he's been think maybe he maybe. thought he's been talking to her it's been in his head and that he thought that she died and so this whole narrative that like the first call we were like how are you talking to this girl maybe he's not actually talking to her yeah, maybe it's true. like it's all bit in his head and that's also the reason why when you reached out to her she was like yeah no we like broke up i don't have feelings for him but i don't think that this is done at all because Mm -hmm. there's still even if you know the answers to these questions I think I don't want to say you can't trust him but like the stuff that's going on and the things that he's saying are literally explicitly coming from the fact that he was in like a coma and was having a hard time distinguishing between like reality and like what wasn't real and so you need I don't think you can necessarily trust just his word on this and I think you need to have that conversation with everybody else involved and then get some help from there. And maybe if it's, even if it's like a, even if it's just like a casual, you all go to someone's house and talk about it. And then from there, like seek professional help. It doesn't have to be, or maybe, you know, you guys know like a trauma counselor or someone who could come in and like facilitate a conversation, but this is like a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to take in it's a lot to even believe Mm -hmm. so uh if you have all the answers great but we can only go off what you told us yeah and also nobody knew also wait if she was afraid that someone was gonna know but there's like no proof in like the paper or something and like it's not the only people who would then know are like him and the family sheila and Mackenzie. Sheila McKenzie is Sheila McKenzie's her Sheila McKenzie and that's it so and her family because he still talks to them right yeah but if those if those are the only kids like who else is listening to this podcast like yeah I yeah I yeah and no one commented and said they knew everybody was like what the fuck Mm -hmm. um maybe we just need to do an episode where we call her (laughs) yeah but I mean, first and foremost, have this sit down conversation with everybody because it's not. There's something else here. Yeah, it doesn't all doesn't all add up. There's no way you guys all have the same story, too. And then if you all like sit together and like break it down, that it like is there's like such a slim chance. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that everything went exactly like everything happened in this like small chance of a way that ended up to where you guys are. Like, that's just so, 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 so weird. And also then everybody would have to be dealing with something like a little fucking wild. Yeah. Good, 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 good God. Yeah. This is, this is like, this is like a hard, I feel like I'm on season four and I'm like, I missed all the other seasons. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I'm so fucking confused. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And season That's... four is usually when stuff starts getting, like, confusing because they got to start yes. thinking of new storylines. It's like the last season of Lost where I'm like, what's happening? Like, I'm, what? How did we fucking end up here? Good God. 
Um, well, give us a call back mm-hmm. and maybe this be this should be the first person we actually just call. I know. Maybe we should just call you. Yeah. You put us on the speakerphone and we facilitate the conversation between oh, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, you have a uh what's it called? A uh, red table talk? Yeah. We have a red table talk. That's not what I was thinking <gasps> of, but we will go with that. I wish you we could facilitate. submit people for red table talk. <laughs> yeah. Like I wish I could be like Jada. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Help. Which is essentially Jerry Springer, <laughs> but like nice version. Because everybody on Jerry Springer was submitted. <gasps> That's true. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm here for it. Wow, guys. Well, that's it for our episode. Hope you enjoyed. If you want to give us a call, uh, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Facebook group is still currently closed for yeah. new members. So just, you I mean, you can apply. But I think what we're going to do when we have like when we started all over again we're gonna delete all of the requests Mm -hmm. and then we've got new new questions yeah so there's really no point to apply right now um but yeah it will be open again soon follow us on instagram we hit 10k baby so excited swipe up links are happening uh don't blame meme pod and you can follow us on our individual socials. My book is out. Oh, do you want to source some questions for your new podcast? Yes, please. So um, I have a new podcast. She's and... cheating on us, everybody. It's okay. I mean, She's not. I mean. Technically, you're good. cheating on Grace with me. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> cheating on me with Candace and Kayla. Yeah. And now you're cheating on Candace and Kayla with this. Well, actually, I think I'm cheating on Candace and Kayla with Lily and Jocelyn. Oh, true, true, true. The whole moral <laughs> of the story is Grace, Grace is the one who's been cheated on by everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just a big slut. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big Aquarius slut. <laughs> but I own it. True. And everybody knows. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I have a new podcast called Coming Out called Never Sleep Alone. Um, I've, I've talked about this lady's book in our Facebook group, Dr. Alex Schiller, because it's fucking hilarious. She calls herself a sociosexual therapist. She's so funny. Um, and so we're, we've, we're doing like more of like a round table discussion for, uh, sex and it's all sex related questions. Megan's going to be on an episode. So, um, if you've got anything pertaining that you're, uh, that you question or just have experience with like anal cuck holding orgasms, any really anything sexual DM me and I'll send you the number because I don't know it off the top of my head right now, but I'll send you the number and anything sexual, like things that we wouldn't talk about because we have yeah. no experience. And also like there's going to be experts on the show as well. So they're going to like give like their expert opinion plus then like, people that have other experience with it so it's just going to be a good time so please dm me i'll give you the number or you can email nsapod at gmail.com never sleep alone pod yeah yeah love it i'm all about it i'm very excited (laughs) excited to be on excited to listen yeah um it's titillating juicy word titillating (laughs) uh anything else that we Mm. no no i feel like no Hope you guys are doing well. Um, And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.
Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. <laughs> <laughs>